What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're talking about uh, a topic that has been very requested, self-love. Hey. Mm. Hey. <laughs> a daily, daily struggle. <laughs> the daily struggle. <laughs> yes. Um, before we get into talking about our topic, uh, just a reminder that we are now doing video shout outs for you guys. If, if you have a birthday coming up, if you have an anniversary, special occasion, and you want the three of us to give you a personalized video shout out um, to you or a loved one, you can email selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com for more information. We would love to, to do that with you guys. Yes. Or video shout just because. Just thinking Hell of yeah. somebody. Just thinking of a friend or a loved one. Yes. yes. Please, please. Uh, send us an email. Um, so we have a few quotables today yes, for the self-love episode. Should we share some? Yes. So I first want to just give a quick shout out. We got such a sweet letter from Bella. Uh, Bella sent us a letter for the holidays, which was very, very nice. And mm -hmm. uh, Bella included a favorite quote. And it says, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Emerson quote. Boom. Love it. There you go. Classic. Love it. So kind. Thank you, Bella. Yes. It was very sweet. Thanks, Bella. Yeah, that was really, really sweet. Um, I have a quote that I found on Yield Instagram, as was where we find most of our motivational quotes. Um, <clears throat> this says, be the person you want to have in your life. So good. Mm. Right? By Love John. That one. Salampins, marriage family therapist, although I'm sure 
he's heard that from somewhere. That's, that's a basic one, but it's, it's a good one to remember nonetheless. And then we have one in our, in our um, show notes, don't we? Taylor, do you want to read that We one? do. This is from Helpster Colleen. If you feel like you are too much or too little, maybe you are adding yourself to the wrong recipe. Oh, love that. That's a good one. Oh, Haven't heard that, that one. So <laughs> good. I really like that one. I love yeah. that. That's a good one. I've never heard that one before. Mm. I've never heard that one either. And it's hard to find a quote we have not heard. Yes, that's, that's going to stick with me. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and yeah. yeah, if you, this is from one of our helpsters who I believe submitted this quotable on our Patreon community. So if you want to submit quotables that get on the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash selfhelpless. Yeah. That quote reminds me of the um, the quote that goes, instead of asking yourself, why don't they like me? Ask yourself, do I want to be the type of person they like? Oh, that's oh. good. Oh, I saw, I thought you were going to say, instead of, <laughs> instead of saying, I hope they like me, say, I hope I like them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's a good quote for people pleasers because, oh. you know, we want to be friends with everybody. And uh, I, I like that quote a lot. I'll, I'll say it again. Instead of asking yourself, why don't they like me? Ask yourself, do I want to be the type of person that they like? Oh, I'm totally. writing that down in my anti-spiral toolkit. One second. <laughs> <laughs> so my good. anti-spiral notebook. <laughs> Put it in there. Put it oh, in. That is, oh, what a, what a quotable buffet we've had today. This is, this is a great start to the new year. It's 2021. Oh, so Why not? Good. So good. Oh, also, I don't know if this is the um, at Sophia.joan.short on Instagram. That may be the author of the the recipe quote, or that mm-hmm. might be Helpster Colleen's info. But gotcha. Way, just want to give the yes. credit to you. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay. Well, let's try and tackle self love, which um, is another one of those topics that I'm sure we could do about 15 different episodes on. But um, light and airy topic, no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I think whether you're in a relationship or not, it's important to check in with yourself and just straight up ask that hard question, which is, do I love myself or do I love myself fully? Um, and that can look, self-love can look different for everybody, um, And uh, if you don't love yourself, you may be prone to having relationships, friendships, or jobs where you abandon yourself, um, let people violate your boundaries, or settle for something where your needs aren't being met. Taylor and I were talking um, before the recording that there's a a great comedian, Daniel Sloss, who has a couple of different Netflix specials. One of them is called Jigsaw, and it focuses a lot on relationships. And um, Tay, you want to share the the part that stood out to you and I a lot? Yeah, the joke. I think Kelsey's referenced it on the the show before, um, but then we went back and we were looking for it this morning. And it's so funny because if you if you go, it's Daniel Sauce live shows, and he's got like I think like four hours under that, or like four half hours. There's like four different shows under it. Yeah, and uh, Jigsaw I think might be the second one, and it's a lot about like relationships and self-love and one of his jokes is um if you you have to love yourself before you're in a relationship because if you only love yourself 20 percent and then someone comes along and loves you 30 percent 
you're like, fuck, that's a lot. And it's literally less than half. (laughs) (laughs) But you're used to 20 from yourself. And it's so funny and so true. And he talked, I mean, I I rewatched some of it this morning. I don't know that I'd seen it actually. Um, I may have just talked to Kelsey about it. I don't know that I'd seen it. Oh my God, Jigsaw is so good. It's really good. I I don't think I'd seen it before. Um, And yeah, it's a lot just that we we have sort of started like romanticizing love above anything else and people stop focusing on loving themselves and just focus on finding someone else to love them and do it for them, do the work for them. That's what he said. Yes. He has a very powerful line at the end that is something along the lines of um, there is no greater waste of your life than to spend it with somebody that you are not truly happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, or like somebody you've settled for or somebody that um, you're with simply because you're afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. And whew, what a, what a kick in the fucking seat. Yo, yeah. <laughs> like, that'll, that'll really make you evaluate your life and be like, yeah, is this, is this right? Um, so, um, just quickly before we keep going, I would love to know, do you guys, Delaney and Taylor feel that you love yourselves? I think we know Probably Delaney hot. does. Coming <laughs> <I'm> in hot. <laughs> Taylor, why don't you start? No, Delaney, you go first, please. <laughs> Set the example. I wasn't anticipating this question. You know what? I would say, I, I think it goes up and down. I don't think this is a destination you really arrive to. Where I'm like, I right, 100% every second of every day, love myself, do everything that's, like, that's good for me, um, always do what's best for me. I would say if I can compare myself to a few years ago, five years ago to now, I would say I love myself a hell of a lot more now than I used to, but I didn't realize a lot of the stuff I was doing was not acting from self-love. I think what's changed is just the self-awareness now. Um, yeah. That has kind of led to more self-love out of necessity. A lot of the time with setting boundaries to kind of protect my energy and my space and my time and stuff. So I would say it's a work in progress for me, but I would say I've made, I've, you know, I feel like I've come a long way, but I don't know if I'll ever kind of reach a peak. <laughs> I don't know. What that <laughs> yeah. Like. What about you, Taylor? Yeah. Um, I think I love myself like a toxic parent where I'm like, I love you. And that's why I'm so hard on you. <laughs> okay. No one else is going to tell you the truth. You lazy bitch. So... <laughs> oh boy I mean I'm working on it I'm definitely yeah. working on it Kelsey and I have been talking about this a lot lately we've been sending each other a lot of TikTok videos a lot of TikToks <laughs> um so many TikToks I I you know I think loving yourself is like a daily choice is what I'm realizing in the same way people talk about being married for a long time where they go love is a choice you have to keep choosing each other every day I think that's what self-love is like like you have to keep choosing yourself every single day and some days you're going to treat yourself like shit and then the next day you have to forgive yourself and go it's okay that you were a bitch to me yesterday because we're in this together (laughs) and then you go to therapy and you work on your issues (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. You're, it is a choice. Self-love is absolutely a choice and no one's going to make you do it. It's just up to you if that's the relationship you want to have with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also really easy not to love yourself. I can, I find that it's kind of um, simple to like say mean things to yourself and, you know, not really act out of your best interest or put yourself in toxic situations or continue to. So it's actually, right. it's, it's so easy to slip into that. It's, I find it much more difficult to <laughs> act out of self-love than I do, you know, the other option. It's harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's much harder. I think I've been realizing um, that I punish myself a lot for making mistakes or I decide things are mistakes because they don't work out the way I want them to or something. And I think a lot of people probably do that where you might like pursue a goal and then you don't reach it. And then you're like, I'm a failure and I suck. And I think what I've been realizing lately is it's really important in terms of loving yourself is to realize that you're human, realize that you're not going to do everything quote unquote perfectly. Um, and that's okay. And you can forgive yourself for those weaker moments that you might have or perceived weaker moments. My therapist is really great. Every time I do something where I'm like, I know you're going to be upset with me for this. She's like, I'm not upset with you. I actually think that was great for these reasons, or I understand why you did that for these reasons. And I'm like, okay. And it really reframes it for me. So I'm not just beating myself up for two weeks. Right. Exactly. And, um, kind of like you were saying, Delina, that it's so easy to not love yourself. Um, I think so many of us get into relationships and confuse external love with loving yourself and go, Mm -hmm. Oh, well I'm loved. So I must love myself. And we talked about this a little bit on a recent Patreon episode that that whole idea of like, if you don't love yourself fully, then you can't love somebody else fully. And we were saying that there are lots of relationships out there that function and like, you can totally be in a relationship where you don't love yourself fully and maybe you don't love the other person fully, but it still, you know, gets by or or whatever. Um, But that's not necessarily the goal, right? Like the goal is that you would hope that you do have full self-love. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what's something that's been helpful, helpful for me is to um, go back into your past or your childhood to try to identify where you learned those patterns of not loving yourself. And I've, I've mentioned on here before that I think for me, it came from um, my, my parents divorce uh, and being at a young, a youngish age, I was like about to be six. And um, the legal system, when you're that age, they don't really it's not like you have a say necessarily in who you get to spend time with and, and what your life is about to, your new life is about to look like. And so I don't, I don't remember people asking me how I felt or what I wanted. And so I learned to kind of silence myself. I learned to silence my gut and kind of my intuition and those things in me saying, I'm not happy or I don't want to do this because it was like, well, nobody's, going to do anything about it. Like you don't get to decide what house you're in when. And, um, I think that started this long pattern of not really being in touch with myself. And then when you're not in touch with yourself, you can kind of let that mean coach voice, Taylor, you're talking about like a toxic parent. I, I feel like on the pod, I talk a lot about it being like 
a mean coach, right? And how often over the years on this podcast, I've shared like the Nelt, the Netflix email. You guys remember that back in the day? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Sent a Netflix submission and I titled the email like Netflix and I had a fucking meltdown. I was like, oh my God, I'm such a fucking idiot. They're not even going to watch my tape because they think that I like can't even take the time to double check my spelling on an important email. I mean, I just, I spiraled so hard. And if you don't love yourself, that's when that shit gets out of hand because there's nothing in you regulating like, Hey, it's a human mistake. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. You just kind of let yourself run wild in a bad way. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I do think also, and again, this is not, talking about self-love isn't like, well, you can only love yourself if you're single. You can only work on it if you're single. That's not what we're saying. That being said, I did see a girl on TikTok doing a series called, this is day whatever of dating myself. And then like on day five, I found out she was dating someone and I felt so betrayed. And she was (laughs) like, you don't have to be alone to date yourself. Like you can work on loving yourself while you're in a relationship. And I was like, oh, fuck off. You tricked me. I'm so upset, but she is right. Um, but if you are in a relationship and you don't love yourself, I think if you're really, if you're being too hard on yourself and the person you're in a relationship with makes a mistake and doesn't have the same, um, self punishing habits that you do, you get upset and you resent them and you feel like they care less than you do. Because you're like, if I did that, I would be so ashamed and I would beat myself up for a week and I would apologize over and over and I would do this and this and this to make it up to you. And I wouldn't have even done it in the first place. And why do you get to feel okay about yourself when you've treated me a way that if I did it, I would just like break down and and shatter. And so I think you, I think you do have a lot of trouble accepting people 100% if you haven't accepted yourself 100%. Yeah, what a great point. Um, yeah. And I think um, I think also what happens sometimes when if you allow yourself to be too hypercritical of yourself and you're not being able to regulate with self-love, what happens for me is that then I seek a lot of external validation rather than validating myself. And so my cycle uh, over the years has been, I will make a mistake or a perceived mistake. And then I ask others in a panic if they think it's like, you know, the Netflix example of, oh my God, I, I made a mistake. Rather than being able to talk myself down and go, you're fine. This is not a big deal. I immediately look outward and go, oh my God, I'm going to call this person. I'm going to text this person. I'm going to get validation from other people that I'm going to be okay, that this wasn't like a career ending (laughs) spelling error Um, because I didn't trust myself. And I'm still very much in that process right now of doing that work. Um, But yeah, like you, you have to, you have to have a relationship with yourself. It can't just be like, needing the validation of others yeah yeah that's such a good point I never even thought about that you're so right I mean how many times have we done that with each other (laughs) like look at what I posted am I crazy 
Taylor and I send each other stuff all the time of like, okay, what, uh, I need I need a person who is not my eyeballs looking at this to go, is this okay? Yeah. Mm. And it's, look, it's human. And it's more than, by the way, Tay, like you're not the only person in my life that I have those exchanges with. All of my yeah. friends, every, like, I feel like it happens all the time that, you know, one of my friends will send a text to a guy and be like, oh my God, did this, do you think this could be interpreted this way? Like, it's a human thing to do, right? It's not like loving yourself is going to completely eradicate self-doubt and you're going to walk around like a perfect robot, but it's just, I think finding a better balance Mm -hmm. is the hope. Yeah. Um, I would, I was, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, yeah, sometimes you get into a pat, like a lifetime worth of conditioning and you get into a pattern and you don't even know that your pattern is like the opposite of self-love because, you know, when you're, you know, being raised by people like you, you know that they love you most, you know, a lot of the time, hopefully I know everybody's situation is different, but you assume that whatever was kind of ingrained in you is, is good for you. I, you know, you don't really kind of question that maybe until like later on in life and, um, I know that as a kid, I think I was going, I really felt like I quickly became like an accomplishment machine. Like that was my default. Mm. Mm, and yeah. that's why I felt so disconnected with all the stuff I was doing because my default was just like, okay, I'm going to try that. And I'm going to try my best at it and try to get that award. And then I'm going to try this and do this. It wasn't even do I like this? Why am I doing this? Why do I even enjoy this? Why, you know, there was no, none of that. It was just a total lack of awareness. And I think it was a mixture of me trying to make one parent proud and trying to get one parent's attention. And I think it was a mix of that. And I can kind of look back at like, you know, I would reach I don't know if I would always just I don't think I would reach out just to say hi how's it going and catch up I would only reach out if I like had an accomplishment to share like that that was I was leading with that as my self-worth and I was kind of not talking about a lot of the negative stuff I was really just leading with the positive stuff only I've done that with a lot of you know friends and family and stuff too so you don't even realize until wait a minute, <laughs> why am I doing yeah. all this shit? You know, you have a breakdown, right. you have a total like burnout that you have to, you are forced to evaluate why you're doing certain things. Yeah. yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, so we have lots of different um, tips and recommendations on how to foster more self-love and how to connect with yourself. I know for me personally, journaling has been such a big one. It's not the thing that works for everybody, but for me, that's like the direct line to myself is to, that's like me fucking picking up the phone and talking to me is just writing in a journal and figuring out how I'm feeling. Um, Another one that I know, Tay, you have been experimenting with, Delaney, I'm not sure if you've experimented with this, but um, it's a thing called mirror talk, which is basically loving affirmations about yourself that you say in the mirror. Um, Malia. Also a new podcast that Kelsey's starting, Mirror Talk. (laughs) (laughs) If that's not a podcast, I'll be so surprised. (laughs) I know. That's such a good podcast name. So um, the user um, at Malia Schmaliger, it's probably one of the hardest TikTok users to look up just spelling wise, but uh, M-A-L-I-A-S-C-H-M-A-L-L-E-G-E-R. She's also Malia Hope on TikTok. If you are looking to follow somebody who will just like kick your ass and be, she's so over the top, like energized, joyful. It's a, it can be a lot, but it's almost so much that you just like, don't care. Right. Like it's so extreme that you just, you soak it up. Um, she did uh what would you call it? like an ebook maybe or almost like an e-brochure it's only about 10 pages but i downloaded it and it's really really great and so she does an activity um with the mirror talk where every morning she goes and stands in the mirror and says 10 like positive affirmations to herself that are basically you know like i am strong i am worthy i am kind And that if you do that consistently, she feels that you really start to absorb those things. So I've been doing them for about maybe a little over a week, maybe more. And have it's pretty crazy. I do feel like they work. Like you do start to absorb them. Tay, what's your experience been doing them so far? Well, Kelsey asked me to try these out the last few days. And she said, like, pay attention to the ones you feel resistance on. And of course I was like, I feel I'm resisting all of these. Um, (laughs) Surprisingly, the hardest one I think to say to yourself in the mirror is I love you. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because you just feel dumb or something. Like I, I think affirmations definitely help me, but I feel like I've had to like pick what they are very deliberately Mm -hmm. because I would I would say to anybody listening, tailor your your affirmations to yourself. Yeah. And also I've realized that the affirmations I do feel like I've I've tried in the past aren't things like what Malia does, where it's just like, I'm kind, I'm worthy, I love you. Like those are so like simple and concrete and like foundational. And the, the affirmations I've gone for are like, you are successful. You are a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You, they're like things I almost already believe. Right. So I've almost been doing like affirmation shortcuts, you know, <laughs> or I wait till I'm like having a panic attack and then I'm like, you're okay. <laughs> those aren't, those yeah. aren't what 
what Kelsey's talking about. Kelsey's talking about like before you do anything else in the morning, looking in the mirror and just going, I am worthy. I am strong. I love you. And you feel so stripped down mm. and so just like vulnerable doing that. I mean, I'd encourage everyone to try it. It's, it's a lot. It's surprisingly difficult. It's surprisingly it really difficult. Is. It's surprisingly difficult. And I think that's, that's why I asked you to make note of if there are particular ones that you felt resistant toward, because to me, that <clears throat> highlights, at least for me, the ones that I really need to spend time with feeling like that they are true. And one of the ones that I've felt um, a struggle with when I say it in the mirror, it's like you can almost feel your body's armor pop up and be like, nope, like this, yes. ain't, this is not you, is I am worthy. Yes. Like you would think that's such a, sure, I'm worthy. And yet when I say that it's that mean coach mentality that for some reason it's like I feel safer trying to keep myself small rather than thinking I could be worthy of whatever I, you know, I'm pursuing in my life. And like you said, Tay, the, I love you one, just, it's hard to look in the mirror and just go, I love you and really feel it and not feel weird about it or corny. If, I mean, especially as comics, like we're so corny. <laughs> yeah. We're like, I love you. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Did you think I said horny? I thought you said horny. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like no whoa, corny. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's like oh interesting. God, so funny. <laughs> little little, uh, little foreplay. Uh, <laughs> little pre masturbation pep <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't this. tried. Oh wait, I have a question. Oh no, you yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Tay. No, you do. You do. Go first. I was gonna say I don't think I've tried mirror affirmations, but I will. Like if I'm if I catch myself being a dick to myself in my head, I'd be like, wait a minute, that's not true. How about this? Let's say this instead. Or, you know, yeah. meditating and saying something like in my head, but I haven't really yeah. done anything out loud. So that's a very like movie montage-esque, like, you got this. Yeah, you're a boss ass yeah. bitch. <laughs> but I haven't tried that. I haven't tried. I will though. If I screenshot the list and send it to you. Would you do it every day for a week and then the next time we record, let us know how you've been feeling about it? I can, I can handle that. I okay. can do that. Yeah. Cool. Send it on over. Here's, <laughs> here's my question because I realized with this list, because again, they're not anything about accomplishments or looks or anything really. So I feel like a lot of times when we're trying to hype ourselves up and do like positive self-talk and whatnot, at least for me, it's like, you've accomplished this, you've accomplished this, you're working on this, you are attractive in this way. Right. These people think you're hot. Like, <laughs> just, it's, it's not, it's not like, it's not, I am worthy. I am worthy is like, I'm worthy on my own. Like, there's nothing, it's not, I'm worthy because it's just, I'm worthy. So do you guys think that that's still is that type of affirmation still good? Or do you think that's more detrimental to go, to go at it from a place of like, here are all the things you've accomplished. And it, cause that almost feels like, I think I've been talking myself into liking me. 
Yeah, for sure. Same. But I don't think there's anything wrong with, I think that's good to do. I, I In all of the self-love research I've been doing for this episode, that's one of the most frequent things that pop up is like, list your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a, cool. It's a, I think it's really good for battling imposter syndrome. Definitely. I would say yes. more focusing on self-love. You are, this is without any accomplishment, even if you are not productive, you are still worthy of love because you just are, because you are, you know, alive and all that stuff. That's yeah. why I've, I've tried to, on which I'd love to do an episode on this and, and put, put our little maybe self-love toolkits together. Maybe that's a better name for them. Um, that's why I have things on there like, you know, your intentions are good and like mm-hmm. stuff about my character instead of my productivity and my results and my accomplishments. Because yes, I'm like, right. this, this makes me feel like I can try. And even if the outcome feels like a failure, I knew that I was trying to do something good for somebody else, right. um, for myself. And it makes me feel like, all right, no matter what happens, I know that I'm not doing this with malintent. Right, you know? right, right. Well, and hey, the whole listing accomplishments, I think things like saying I am worthy are the more foundational parts of that, right, that can help get away from that imposter syndrome. Like if you feel that you're worthy, period, then that's less likely to pop up, I think, right? Yes. Um, The whole I am worthy affirmation is exactly what we were talking about with the Daniel Sloss thing, where it's like, if you think you are only worth 20% of love, of career success, of whatever it is, and then somebody comes and gives you just like a little bit above that, you're going to keep living life at 20% capacity. And that's what I think I tend to do. And I don't want to do that anymore. Um, One of the other um, affirmations on Malia's mirror talk thing is my emotions are valid. (sighs) That one, if you've ever been gaslit in your life or that one is so good to like really get back in touch with yourself and be like, yeah, my emotions are valid and they're important to listen to and mm-hmm. to not just stuff deep down and, you know, ignore it's, that's a really good one, I think. Yeah. And yes. maybe with the, uh, like the, the, I am worthy affirmations, maybe you just repeat that in different ways. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of acceptance. I am yeah. worthy of rest. I'm worthy of yes. <laughs> vacation. I'm worthy of, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah if that feels like it hits more for you in some way, but I think, yeah, personalizing it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, when do you know that you're acting from self-love? Do you know, like when you're, when you're about to make a decision or do something, what is kind of the cue that you might be acting out of self-love? Do you know? I'm canceling something. Ah, canceling something is almost always an act of self-love even if I don't want to be canceling something it's probably because I need to because I'm not feeling well or overwhelmed or something like that I think uh saying no is a huge act of self-love yeah yeah setting boundaries I think for me a good way to tell is how I'm carrying myself and my body um that if I'm feeling small, if I'm feeling like I'm not really standing up for myself or 
that's not a good energy. That's not a self-love energy. But when I feel almost like your shoulders are back, your chest is up, you're carrying yourself like an adult who is taking care of yourself, that's when I feel like I'm, I'm caring for myself and, and acting in self-love. Yeah. I always know, I always know I'm, I'm doing the right thing when the fear of disappointing somebody or potentially making them upset doesn't outweigh the need I have to set that boundary and act out of self-love and self-compassion. And I've had to do that a lot recently where I'm like, it's very likely that by me making this decision is going to disappoint somebody or upset somebody. And I have to do it anyway, because that didn't used to win. The fear of disappointing people always used to win over my own needs. Every time. Yep. Yeah. 100% of the time. Yes. <laughs> so that yes. is a really weird thing to learn because I think it was whether you know, pur- purposefully or not, I felt like growing up that disagreeing with somebody or um, a confrontational conversation or a hard discussion didn't feel like an option. And whether that yeah. I don't, wherever that comes from, it didn't feel like an option that I was allowed to express a disagreement or get into an argument or fight or whatever. Um, yeah. And so I've always just avoided that, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I would, <laughs> yeah. And so being okay with somebody being upset at you, that is a whole new fucking concept for me. It is very yeah. scary. It feels like death. It feels like, uh, that person's not going to love me anymore. The relationship is over. I fucked up. I mean, all that stuff. So when I can kind of get over that and make that decision anyway, I know that's like, whew, that was a big deal. Even if it's something small. <laughs> that's yeah. huge. Yeah. I, I just a couple of days ago dealt with that, um, with somebody and yeah, you're like, Oh, like they might not like getting this message, but I'm, I'm standing up for myself and for a loved one. And like, if I don't, then that's not going to be a good feeling to just let this, let this go unchecked. But, um, the, I love that quote, those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. Mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss, baby. So Seuss. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. It has really been a heavy quotable episode and. And I love it. Delicious. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So um we also just have some other self-love tips. Um so taking care of your own needs, not sacrificing your well-being to please others, like we just said. Uh not selling not settling for less than you deserve, giving yourself a break from self-judgment. Oh, that's such a big one. Forget- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Giving yourself for your mistakes. Um, I think a lot of people who struggle with self-love are perfectionists, right? Yeah. That is absolutely. Yeah. Tough. And, um, what are your guys's, do you guys have some specific things that you do to create love for yourself besides baths? You (laughs) pruny weirdos with all your baths. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, Babs was all I had. That was it. Um, I mean, lately it's been, uh, it's been very hard to not be working. I think I get a lot of my, uh, self-love from performing and being good at my job and that's not, uh, happening right now. And it's been very interesting to realize that without my job, I don't think much of myself. Mm. Um, and I place a lot of my self-worth in that. So I've been trying to build up that self-love by building strong habits every day and, you know, taking care of myself. Like I would take care of somebody else. I really loved, you know, whether that's like a partner or a sibling or a family member or whatever. Like I've, I've really been trying to wake up every day and go like, okay, how do I, make myself feel good? How do I take care of myself? When I do feel sad, unproductive, depressed, anxious, et cetera, um, can I do something about it? And if I can't, can I just let myself feel it without judging myself for it? That's been a huge one for me lately. Cause I think I've spent a lot of my life, uh, when I'm sad or anxious or anything negative. Um, I, I go, why do you feel like this? You have to snap out of it. And I've been trying to be better at just going like, nope, just kind of sit in it for a minute Mm -hmm. and let it sort of run its course as opposed to, you know, let, let the fire die down as opposed to throwing water on it. Right. Or just closing the door to the fire and letting it burn, but you're not looking at it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, How about you, Delaney? Gosh, so uh, what I've been, honestly, I've just stopped doing shit. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> as simple. That's as simple as I can put it. I yeah. have stopped accomplishing shit that I don't feel connected to. I have literally put myself in the mindset of how little can I do? <laughs> how, like how little can yeah. I do? Like how can I just be more and just, just, kind of hang out and enjoy myself and really have only the necessary ties that, you know, only having what's necessary for my work and nothing extra and like not. um, So for me, it's really been like, wow, what, um, what can I not do today (laughs) that I'm fighting against myself? Cause I want to, well, I really want to update this and I really want to add this. But I'm like, okay, how, how about no? How about I don't do that because it's not necessary and that's just me going into perfectionistic mode and it nobody fucking cares. It's not, it, that's just me doing yeah. shit to do shit because that was my, that was my default. And that is yeah. very uncomfortable 
and there's a lot of fear involved that I'm going to fail because of that. Um, and just kind of allow myself to really not, not do things, which is, it's fucking hard, dude. I remember even as a kid, um, being so detached from accomplishments and stuff that I had gotten published in the paper for like a poem I wrote in school or something. And weeks later, I think one of my teachers mentioned it to my parents and like, why didn't you tell us that you were published in the paper? And I was like, just another day. Not, not, not in like a bragging (laughs) way, but in a way where I'm like, they literally, these things were not memorable for me. These were not things that I even thought twice about, cared about, or was doing for me. Yeah. I thought I would forget them. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, how can I not, how can I not, um, accomplish <laughs> stuff? What an overhaul of like your entire <laughs> wiring, right? Like all these things that you just conditioned yourself to do now taking a step back and being like, oh my God, I want to undo all of this. Oh my God. Yeah. Or maybe so, uh, another thing I've done recently is like, let's say something good happens. What, a, what how does it feel to not tell anybody about it? Mm. how does it feel not to tell my parents about it not to put it out anywhere and just say okay this happened yeah and then move on it's I'm doing a lot of weird shit (laughs) that that kind of those exercises you know yeah I love that um before we get into segments I thought I would just share for our listeners what those um nine like positive affirmation mirror talk things are um, in case our listeners want to try them. So uh, you're supposed to take a deep breath, look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am worthy. I am kind. I am smart. My emotions are valid. I can and will get through anything. I matter. I love you. So Give it a try, listeners. If you're mm. feeling like you're struggling with self-love, just uh, just see. Who knows? I mean, it, it's not going to hurt anything. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be yeah. the thing for you that helps you, but um, maybe give it a try. See see how it feels. Yeah, there's some good there's some good tips too from the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation um, yeah. with ways to practice self-love too. And of course, it's going to be different for everybody because we all have different needs and everything, but becoming mindful, you know, people who, um, have more self-love tend to know what they think, feel, and want. So that self-awareness is super important. Taking actions based on need rather than want by staying focused on what you need, you turn away from authentic behavior. Oh, sorry. You turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you into trouble, keep you stuck in the past and lessen the self-love practicing good self-care. You will love yourself more when you take better care of your basic needs. People high in self-love nourish themselves daily through healthy activities, you know, proper sleep, intimacy, all that stuff. Um, and making room for healthy habits, you know, start truly caring for yourself um, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Boy, that was a, oh, a big one. <laughs> that was a big one. That was a big, that was a big one. <laughs> Megan. Well, who wants up? to read the iTunes review? The iTunes interview. Our review, not interview. Wow, I'm tired. I can do it. <laughs> okay. This is from uh, Stace S. Chill. 
feeling like my grandma, but okay with it. My grandmother used to act like she was friends with the evening news anchors and <laughs> refer to them by their first names and spoke to the TV as if they were in conversation. Well, I'll be damned if at the ripe old age of 26, this isn't exactly how I feel and act as the host of Self Helpless. I'm a podcast junkie, and this one is by far my favorite. Thanks, Kel, Sedell, and Tay for constantly <laughs> delivering truth and laughs with every episode. I know we don't actually know each other. Reminder I always get from my BF, but I'm thankful for all you do for your listeners. Stacy. Oh my gosh, that oh, was what so a fun cute. Thanks, Stacy. Stacy. You sound like a fucking delight, my friend. You sound you really so do. funny. Oh, thank you. We are and friends. We are yeah, friends. We are friends. It's official. We know your name. We made it we happen. See you. <laughs> Listeners, be like Stacey and go leave an <laughs> iTunes review because we, we read them on the show. It's, it's fun. It takes two seconds. It makes you feel good. It makes us feel good. And it helps keep us on the chart so then more people find out about the show. And if you only have two seconds, just click the fifth star at the least. You can look at your phone and do it right now. We appreciate it so goddamn much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so what much. Kind of, what kind of good stuff or whatever stuff do you have for segments? I have a good shit. Um, I woke up. I don't think I've talked about it. We haven't recorded in a in a while, right? It's been a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. All the days are ro- bleeding together. Yes. I don't know. I don't know where we are at. Um, so oh. I have been experimenting with uh, my my sleep medication and trying to see if I could get off of it, and uh, it's not going great. But I had a morning where I I tried not to take anything to go to sleep the night before and it didn't work out for me. So that's not the good part of the story. But because of that, I only slept for a few hours. I woke up at 5 a.m. and was like, I'm not gonna be able to go back to sleep. And so instead I drove to the beach and like watched the sunrise and walked in the water until I couldn't feel my feet anymore. And it was so nice. Whoa. and beautiful and I was like oh my gosh I would do this all the time if when I finished it wasn't 8 a.m and there was literally so much day left um and I was so tired and it was also that was the day I had I had gone about five days with no caffeine and then that day I was so tired I had caffeine yeah. and man caffeine makes a huge night and day difference with my anxiety, I realized for the for better or for worse, worse if I'm having it. Like cutting right. it out, there is a noticeable difference. Wow! Oh my gosh, it's wow. massive. It's so depressing that that's yeah. the case because I was having it like every day for a long while. Um, and yeah, n- not having it um, has really blown my mind how night and day it is. Uh, like different person. Wow. I'm excited though, that you figured that out because yeah, I'm I'm sure weaning off of caffeine is not easy, but if you're trying, it is not, it's good to know that it helps with the anxiety. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The video, you shared a video on uh, Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? It's so beautiful. So beautiful. It was so nice. Um, I have a good shit. My, uh, Dad and I are 
having um, a story written up about us in the local Spokane newspaper. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> in the Spokesman oh God. Review, um, oh, one of the writers funny. has noticed our Trumpet Tuesday videos and wants to do a feature on my dad and I. And so he and I are about to shoot the fourth um, round of Trumpet Tuesday song requests. And the I love that. The journalist interviewed us. And there's going to be a photographer that comes <laughs> and takes pictures of us doing it. And it's just, I'm so excited. It's been so fun and funny. And uh, oh my God, the video that's... So the, this episode will come out on Monday, the... What will that be? If today's... This Wednesday? episode that we're recording? Uh, the 11th? Yeah. Okay, so there will be a new Trumpet Tuesday video on the 12th on Tuesday. Follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy if you don't yet. And the songs that my dad is covering this video, you guys, just, oh, my God. I wish you could be a fly on the wall with some of these conversations I have with my dad where he, like, <laughs> calls me sincerely to, like, talk about the the musical transitions and back that ass stuff. I do <laughs> like, that is so funny. It is uh, it's it's wild it's so much fun um he's so good so anyway uh yeah that's my good shit that's some feel-good news right there baby I love that that's so great yeah. I love it yeah. um I have like a I have a goals update because this has been a goal of mine for a very very long time um I'm officially social media free I left Instagram what uh, on the, 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 the 31st basically on New Year's Eve so yeah. how long has it been I don't know a week if that um yeah so weird it's been interesting I've been documenting my behavior and my feelings about it because it I didn't think it would affect me as much as it has. wow um, so I noticed how much I was checking my phone and I was thinking I barely am on this shit dude I'm barely, and I'm really, I was, I felt like I really wasn't on it. I was there to repost stuff. I was there to repost clients. I was there to respond to a couple messages, whatever that I would, I felt like I would bounce. But I noticed that throughout the day, I will check my phone and then there's nothing to be there. There's nothing there. And so yeah. I have been, I've replaced it with checking my email again. So I'm like, well, fuck, I got to take my fucking email app off my phone. And I, okay, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so another thing I would use Instagram for, you sometimes you like, I don't know, you think about somebody from middle school or you have a dream about somebody yeah. and you're like, oh, what are they up to now? I wonder if I can find them and check out their life. Yeah. I would do that sometimes. And so I had that happen where I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to that girl from middle school. I should find, I'm like, oh, I, I guess I'll just Google her instead. <laughs> Google this person. I'm like, what am I? Fuck it. What am I doing, dude? But I found I found some info, and I was like, "Oh, it's nice that this. No, oh, they're they're getting married. Oh, that's cool. Okay, bye." So I still did that, okay, but it bye. wasn't with Instagram. And I was like, "Okay, that's interesting. I wonder if that's going to keep happening." Um, I don't think that's fine. Yeah, Who I cares? Get, it's I just mean, someone from middle school. What you yeah, doing? It's okay. It's fine. But it's interesting because I these are things I didn't notice, but now because the app is not there. I'm noticing it because before right. like, oh, click of a button. Okay, cool. Whatever. Right. It seems normal. So that's been happening. Um, I've also noticed that it feels like I have more time, which I, I know a lot of people kind of mention that when they, when they leave social media and stuff. Um, so I've journaled every morning. I've meditated. I've been working out things that I just wasn't doing. 
because I'm like, well, what the yeah. else is there to do? Um, so by default, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'm taking a bit better care of myself. Um, and yeah, I've also been noticing that in the evenings, like, you know, maybe Cam and I would watch TV together and I might like look at people's stuff. I have been texting friends and family instead of oh nice so it's like okay that's a nice thing but it's still like I feel like drawn to connecting through my phone but I'm just doing it in like a family group chat or reaching out to somebody or something so it's weird who knows I'm I'm a little I'm still nervous about it business wise but it's okay I got to a point where I'm like you know if I need to have social media for my job then I'm gonna have to find a new job that's how I feel about it at this point Wow. Yeah. And hopefully that won't happen, but yeah. Yeah. That's my my goals update. Wow. That's awesome. Posted. Yeah. You're amazing. I'll keep you posted. Well, this was really fun to record. Um, I wanted to, I just want to say that my next um, online makeup workshop is uh, Sunday, January 17th. So as of right now, there are two spots left. Um, I haven't checked my email the last hour. I don't know if there's uh, any less spots left, but please message me on Instagram at Kelsey Cut Comedy if you're interested in um, signing up for it or for being on the list for the next one, and I will uh, get you some more information. Beautiful. And I just want to give a quick shout out to one of my wonderful clients, um, Caitlin at Greenity. I don't know if I've mentioned her yet, but she gave Cam and I a private um, she's a she's a chef. She's a vegan chef, and we oh, had cool. a virtual brunch, and it was so fucking good. We made blackberry basil, French toast. We made like these really delicious potatoes. It was such a blast. And she offers like one to one stuff, date night stuff, where you can. She walks you through how to make uh, a meal, and she like veganizes your favorite dishes and stuff like that. Anyway. Oh, great. So, so fun. I recommend checking out her, her stuff. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at greenity underscore. And it was, she was just, she's so much fun, super personable. It was a great time. And that's coming from somebody who doesn't like to cook. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself and it was an excellent recipe. And she has all like original custom like recipes and stuff. So it was a blast. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yes. All right. Tay, you got anything? Nope. I am unemployed. <laughs> Got a big fat nothing. Hope everyone stay the fuck home. That's what I have. So that yes. we can all go yes. back to work. Motherfuckers with your aren't parties. You, aren't you included in some kind of best of, of Netflix thing? That's a Oh yeah. I mean thing. it's just a clip from my special. But yeah, there's a Netflix made a a, a special that is the best stand-up of 2020 so it's like a joke from every special that came out last year um so you know that's a fun thing if you want it's just a clip from my special it's just a sampling of literally everything that came out on netflix last year but it's you know you were very much downplaying this it is it's a cool thing yeah it's literally there's literally a joke from every single special that came out last year (laughs) of any length I'm pretty sure. No, but it's so funny. like people will be like, "You made the best of." I'm like, it's literally every <laughs> single person. It's not like I won a, an award. It's it's a great compilation that Netflix put together of everybody's and all things comedy did too of of all these 
of everyone's like best jokes from their respective things. So you're right. Yeah, Who fucking that was no big deal. Don't watch it, guys. It's stupid. It's yeah. really not even the biggest. It's fun. Go watch it if you go watch it if you if you want to like discover other people's specials. Because when you type in stand-up comedy into Netflix, I think it, depending on who you are, it shows you different things. So it doesn't show you like everybody's stuff. So it it mm. is like a great thing to watch, especially if you are to discover people. like oh I I think I probably missed things, and then you can like learn a learn about new comics that you might not have known. Right. So what what a way to end a self love episode is being like <laughs> no I will not accept. <laughs> the joy of this accomplishment. No I just don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that I'm like, I'm the best stand-up on Netflix last year. It's like, no, that's not what it is. It's, it's a, you know, it, the jokes are best of, uh, but your we are hum- pretty sure. Your humility well, is noted. It is noted. Yes. It is on the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh All right. Well, well we love you guys and we hope that you, you work on loving yourselves. Yes. Love you. How about that? Yes. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We really appreciate it and would love anything you can do to help the show grow and get the word out. So if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, that helps us move up the iTunes charts. If you can tell a friend, a coworker, a family member, anybody that you think would love the podcast, you can also screenshot an episode and share it in your Instagram, in your Instagram stories, anything helps. Also, if you want more of the show, if you want bonus episodes, if you want to be able to be more interactive and help choose podcast topics, you can go to patreon.com slash self-helpless and join there. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Cook Comedy, on Twitter at Kelsey Cook. You can go to my website, KelseyCook.com, which has links to my online makeup course. You can listen to my album, Savor It, on Spotify and iTunes. And you can watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrists of Fury. How about you guys? Where can people find you? You can follow me at Taylor Tomlinson on Instagram and Twitter. My website is ttomcomedy.com. And you can watch my one-hour special streaming on Netflix right now called Quarter Life Crisis. Awesome. And you can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. That's where you'll find information about my one-to-one consulting and my online courses. So basically, if you're a business owner, podcaster, or comedian, uh, and you're looking to either start those things or grow those things, you can reach out to me for more information. I also have an email list at DelaneyFisher.com where I share my favorite tools, tips, treats, and free shit. And then we just want to say a big special thank you to our wonderful editor, Emma Erdbrink, and our fantastic associate producer, Humaira Nawaz. And you can find everything that we all just mentioned at selfhelplesspodcast.com.